You're listening to the Sauropod. I'm James Ongren, and this is Wookie of the Year. Hello, what have we here? Piece of junk. Join me, and together we can listen to Wookie of the Year. Greetings to you across the galaxy. That's right, folks. Uh, Aliens, uh, Wookiees, Ewoks, Jawas, uh, Rodians. Come one, come all. It's Wookiee of the Year. That's right, we're back. I'm here on the spaceship Wookiee of the Year 3, cruising in the Outer Rim. You folks at home will never believe what is happening right now. Uh, I just dropped off my uh, Rebel Freedom Fighter friend, Trish Manike, at the Spice Mines of Kessel because she wanted to have, like, a long weekend and just chill, right? And as I was departing in Wookiee of the Year 3, I get this alert on the dashboard, and who, lo and behold, who should appear via hologram but my nephew and uh, accomplished bounty hunter, Chris Nowrose. What's up, Chris? How you doing? Hi. Thanks for coming onto the show. I really I'm appreciate it. Yeah, you doing all right? Yeah. Um, you are currently broadcasting to us from a hidden location, like your base, right? On some some planet or another. Is this correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. And are you currently working uh, a job from the Bounty Hunters Guild, or are you just taking five right now and uh, uh-huh. enjoying the spoils of war? I'm taking five right now. Okay, cool. Can you can you let us in on anything from like your last job, perhaps? Like, did you have to did you have to freeze anybody in carbonite? Yes or no? Yes, I had to freeze a Wookie. You had to freeze a Wookie. Whoa! I had a job where he um, escaped the um, castle run. Okay. All right. So this is really exciting for the show, Wookiee of the Year, because we're going to get... This is uh, an example of generations colliding, basically. You've got me, an older school fan of the Star Wars, the wars, as we like to call them. And then you've got Chris here. Chris, how old are you currently? Um, 13. You're 13. Okay. So we've got... We've got the the new breed, basically. This is this is you. You are the new audience for the wars. What I wanted to ask you about is just to start off with is is your personal Star Wars journey. So when did you start watching these movies? Which one did you see first? That kind of thing. What do you what do you got? So I started watching the original trilogy mm-hmm. um, first because um, that that's what we had on DVD first and all, mm-hmm. and that's what my parents have watched so we watched that um and we didn't know how old it was we thought it was like a new movie okay okay Uh, and then on my remember on my birthday um we got the prequel trilogy okay and i started watching that i'd say that's what i my generation like that and the new movies would be my generation okay okay and did you did you watch uh clone wars back in the day when it was on cartoon network yeah i remember remember going into my parents room and in the middle of the morning while they're still asleep Mm -hmm. just turning on cartoon network okay okay so you kind of grew up with like ahsoka and all of those those characters right Okay. Okay, cool. So you've seen, at this point, you've seen all of the movies, right? Yeah, right. You've seen all nine nine Skywalker movies. You've seen Rogue One. You've seen Solo. Correct, um, yeah. 
You've seen... Yeah. Mandalorian, I've seen Rebels, I've seen Clone Wars. All right. So, yeah, you you know the drill. You are thoroughly versed in all this. So, we have uh, a legitimate expert. I'm going to brand you an expert. I brand myself an expert. And, uh, you know, so yeah. we've got basically this is real inside baseball talk that we're going to be doing here. So, you started with the original trilogy. I personally think that's a great way to start. I think they're the best. And I think uh, that's the good way to go. But I know a lot of people, especially people your age started with at the beginning and started with the phantom menace and just went ran the series one two three four five six seven eight nine um yeah so that's interesting to me that you didn't know that the original ones were older now like 40 plus years old which is crazy to think about when i was um really young i always i like didn't know what date they came out let me ask you this it's a very controversial question and I'm curious as to your thoughts on it, but how do you feel about the prequel trilogy? What do you, where do you stand with that? I know a lot of people dislike the prequel trilogy with um, Anakin being a baby and Jar Jar Binks and the politics, but I feel like it plays a major role in the leading to the original trilogy. Yeah. Because you have to get an aspect of Anakin and all the other stuff that happened before it, like the politics, like... You have to understand how Palpatine rose to power and how Anakin fell to the dark side. Yep, yep. Yeah, all the characters in there play an important role in his fall to the dark side. Right. What was the first one that you saw in the theater, real quick? I believe the first one I've seen in the theater was The Force Awakens, because we all got the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy on yeah. DVD. Yeah. We watched it. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, the first one I've watched in theaters was oh, Force Awakens. Right, and now that was like that's like five years ago now. Do you remember well, like the experience? Was it was it a different, memorable experience for you as opposed to watching it on TV? It was weird. I mean, just watching like all the new characters and like who's he, who's she, like yeah, I've sure. Or, mm-hmm. um, but of course, when like Han Solo and Princess Leia and Luke came in. Then I was like, hey, this is at this timeline. Yeah, right, right. And was it a good, this is a key question, was it a good room? Was it a good crowd that you saw it with? Like, were people excited and cheering and stuff like that? Because that kind of makes a difference, I, I think. Um, I have a weird story from the first time I watched it. Um, it was a big crowd. It was one of the first days it came out. Okay. And people were in line Yeah. Um, going to the theater. Yeah. And... Once the movie ended, I came out and my mom hadn't watched it. She was in her car and she was picking us up. And there was a huge crowd outside waiting to watch it. And I came out and yelled, Mom, Han Solo died in front of the whole crowd. Who did? Me. You did? Yeah. Oh no, you ruined it for everybody. <laughs> oh no. How rude. Oh man. Do you uh, do you have regrets about that? Or do you feel fine uh, about yeah, it? <laughs> Now, wait a minute. Or, like, in costume as Han Solo and stuff. Wow. And you broke all of their hearts. You fell to the dark side, essentially. Your work here is finished, my friend. Now, let me ask you something. What was what was running through your mind when you decided to ruin the movie for everybody who was waiting to see it? <laughs> Nothing was going through my mind. I just, like, finished the movie. <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. I had no idea you had this in you. Good work. I guess I was so excited that like it was first star wars like maybe in a long time yeah yeah in a while. 
Okay. And I just out and I wasn't thinking. <laughs> That's good. That's safe. You can hide behind your innocence because at this point, so that would have been you would have been what, like eight years old, something like that. I mean, I think I was I think I was ten. Ten. Okay. So you. <laughs> You could be forgiven, I think, in in that situation. Like if you're a grown up, if you're if you're a full grown person like me, there's no excuses for that that type of uh, spoilerage. But you were carried away with the moment. I understand. It was very sad. Um, did was it, was that a real? Did you did you feel the uh, emotions of of when Han Solo gets gutted like that? Gutted. Oh, yeah, I was. I almost cried. It was sad. Yeah. Oh, it was it was an emotional time. Me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when I saw Kylo Ren turn his lightsaber, I was like, that's kind of obvious of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we know he has that blade. Did you see The Last Jedi in the theater as well? And you've seen Rise of, like, the, you've seen the rest of them in the theater? Yes, in theater. Okay. For the first time. I have to be honest, The um, Force Awakens was my only favorite um, new one of the new movies. Yeah. Okay. So now we're into hot snake territory. So you, you've got strong opinions, strong feelings about the sequel trilogy, correct? Correct. Okay. So lay it on me, big guy. What do you, what do you got? What's, what are your, what are your thoughts and feelings? Do you give me your, okay, let's start macrocosmic, right? Big picture here. Do you despise the sequel trilogy as a whole? Or do you foresee yourself watching these in the future? Do you want to give it a couple of years? Like, where are you at? Big picture. I agree with George Lucas because he did not want a 7, 8, and 9. And Disney, of course, just wanted the profit. Oh, um, oh man. <laughs> Calling out the Kills big the guns. The profit ends. Yeah, he, I know he didn't want a 7, 8, and 9. But I mean, it also makes sense to me a lot. Like, I feel like it's not canon. I like to think it's not canon because the trilogy should start and end with um, Anakin. It's his, from a kid right. to his fall to the dark side and then his redemption. But his, and he was a chosen one, not Luke Array. Ray's helping She's not a Skywalker. Gotcha. Okay. Now, this is, this is interesting because I know exactly where you're coming from with this point of view because I felt the same way after the prequel trilogy because for years and years before those movies came out, it was the Star Wars was the story of Luke Skywalker. It was just his character arc, and he's the hero. He's your right, yeah. farm boy and all Before that. The prequels, right? Pre prequels. So for me, after the prequels came out, I, I think I had probably the same feeling and continue to have the same feeling that you are feeling right now with these sequel movies, where it's like, well, I don't, and I don't like you with the sequel movies. I don't consider the prequels canon personally because. I feel like I don't care for them so much. I think there's good stuff there, of course. I've seen them a billion times. I mean, it's not like I don't like them. It's not like they're unwatchable. I've watched them. I've seen them a million times. But I also feel like this is not what I wanted these movies to be like. Do you, is this how you're feeling with the new movies? Just as general, a general, like, this is not... This doesn't meet the expectations that I had. I mean... I can get why Disney chose to make a 789 because people were begging to know what happened after um, 6. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you think about it, 6 is like where everyone, the Empire's finished. It's a new era in the galaxy. And like Luke and the heroes have won. And 
there's obviously some, something after Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. but I felt like they should have left the comic books to that and legends to that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's the Yuzong Vong and all the stuff in the yeah. comics. Oh, yeah, I remember vividly when uh, they came out and they killed Chewbacca back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. legends, though. Yeah. Um, but I feel like when we meet Rey and meet the first order it's just ray was a palpatine she wasn't what we wanted her to be she wasn't like obi-wan's lost granddaughter like because we heard his voice when she touched the lightsaber in the um correct these are these are the first steps right yeah yeah and i i think that's what probably jj abrams wanted too Maybe. I have heard a theory that it's uh, that Ray's journey in Force Awakens mirrors Obi Wan's journey in the in A New Hope, the original Star Wars, because she meets the droid out in the desert, that kind of thing, and uh, they have a similar accent, and that there, you know, there are just some parallels there between the two stories. So yeah, it's a possibility. And I've heard. A lot, of, and I also agree with them that the um, Last Jedi was not good. It was. Um, oh, really? Your inside serves you well. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people did not like um, the plot. It was just people escaping in space. And I know I had a, a lot to do with um, Luke and stuff, and Kylo Ren and Rey. Mm-hmm. But how do I say this? It's like. Luke wasn't himself. It, Luke, that's not what Luke should have been. Even Mark Hamill agreed that's not Luke in the um, because when he tossed the lightsaber off and um, just getting the milk from whatever alien that was. <laughs> Space cow, yeah, sure, the green and milk. It was just like a lot of unneeded stuff and unnecessary stuff, and so was um, the, all the comedy. I mean. Sure, you can throw around some funny moments, but mm-hmm. when it's all just funny moments, you can't. It's not really serious as it should be. It's hard. To, it's a tough balance to strike for sure. Correct. Um, and I'm gonna move on to the newest movie. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Before you move on, I want you to move on. I, I'm loving this. I just wanted to note that you are a tough customer. You are. You've got a critical eye for this stuff, and I really appreciate it. And uh, all of the points you're making are totally valid. I'm not disagreeing with any of it. But so we we might come back to Last Jedi because I have my own thoughts about that as well. I'm gonna throw them at you. But uh, okay, so the new one, Rise of Skywalker, comes out. It's the big finale. Hit me with it. So it's a big finale, and I guess everyone was just expecting like this whole. Everyone knew Palpatine was going to come back, um, but there's so much like stuff like that they didn't explain in it. Like Finn was trying to tell something to Ray when they were sinking in the sand, yes. and then he never brings it up. Mm-hmm. And then also want to think like, how did Ray learn her skills so fast when uh, je- being a Jedi and their skill takes like decades to learn? Mm-hmm. And then she was just able to fight Kylo Ren and able to fight Palpatine when she only had like a, a year of training, maybe two years. I bypassed the compressor. Do we know what the what the time gap is? So between Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, it's like the next day, kind of. It's not. It's like right after the end of the first movie, 
is where we pick up the second movie. Do we know what yeah. the difference of time is between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker? Do you do you know? I don't know. Um, I would think it's probably a few months or a, a, maybe a year after because just the First Order is a lot smaller and and Kylo Ren is like in his mood to catch Rey and yeah. find the holocron and find Sidious. Yeah. And he I feel like after he asked Rey for his her hand in The Last Jedi yeah. for her to join him. Mm-hmm. That's when he goes on the rampage and as we see in the beginning of the newest movie, um, The Rise of Skywalker, he's also in the rampage. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe it's a few months or a year afterwards. Okay, okay, that's good to know. Um, and you think that's not enough time for Ray to have developed the skills, even under the tutelage of Leia, because Leia becomes her master, right? Uh, right. And so you just find it a little unbelievable. Is that the yeah. idea? Okay. Now, how do you feel about the core trio of Ray, Finn, and Poe compared to like Han, Luke, and Leia? Like, do you do you like any of the characters in the new movies? Do you? How do you um, feel about that? I like Finn because we get an actual stormtrooper defect who, like, we actually see on screen. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen it in comics. We know people have done that after Alderaan blew up. People switched to the Rebel Alliance. Yep, yep. Um, but now we actually see it in the big screen, and we actually see him as he's like a his own person mm-hmm. it, it's a little weird how he's like just able to become a rebel right after being a stormtrooper and like kill his fellow stormtroopers but um still so far he's my um probably my favorite character out of there because he's a stormtrooper yeah and, and, I, I, and I think you're spot on with in, in the force awakens they do we re-enter the universe through his eyes like the audience is seeing everything from his point of view for the most part and I do agree with you that I think for me the one disappointment and I love Rise of Skywalker I'm on record as uh, being a big fan of of Rise of Skywalker Uh, but I do feel a little disappointed that they didn't resolve like they were right there they were so close because he's about to tell her that he feels the force right is what we found out since the movie's come out and then it, we never actually see it happen. And they shot the footage of him uh, at the in the big finale uh, fight scene uh, doing uh, force maneuvers with uh, some switch that needs to be thrown or whatever. And yeah. they, they just don't put it in. They didn't put it in the movie. And it's never, like you say, it's never addressed again. But I think that would have really resolved his character arc in a, in a nice way and also explained what I think was being set up in that first movie of he's, you know, it, it motivates his change of heart from being a stormtrooper to being a rebel. Like he feels the force within him. He feels like the good side of things. And he knows that it's contrary to the darkness that he himself is participating in, you know, but we never get that resolution. Right. Right. Okay. And I heard that, um, JJ Abrams, like Disney took away all of his, like not all of his, but most of his creative rights. Yeah. And like, he couldn't do much. Like there's supposed to be a lot more. Like I know the actor for Anakin, Obi-Wan, uh, Mace Windu, like all the voices you heard. Yeah. Or I think maybe it's just Anakin and Obi-Wan and Yoda. Um, we're supposed to show up 
as Force Ghost. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I know we wanted. And they came, the actors, they came in costume. Um, so I believe maybe J.J. Abrams wanted actually to do something with them. And I don't, I don't know if they did or not, because we don't have that confirmed. Mm-hmm. That's why I really want a director's cut, and a lot of fans do. Because I feel like Anakin was the chosen one, then he should be the one who stops Palpatine, not Rey, because the, it's not the Palpatine saga, it's a Skywalker saga. Yes. So, so we should address for the folks at home, like, since this movie has come out, it has been very divisive in the same way that The Last Jedi was very divisive. Like, there's, it seems to be that uh, Star Wars fandom is kind of split, split down the middle, right? As far as a lot of people, there are a ton of people who love The Last Jedi and a ton of people who dislike it a lot and think it's a betrayal of uh, the original, you know, the spirit of the originals and what the story should be, as you've pointed out. And then the same thing happened with this new one, too, uh, which I was kind of surprised by because, you know, I if you listen to the old episode, like, I was really happy with it. I was super pleased with all the uh, the star warring that was happening in this Star Wars movie. They showed us plenty of wars in the stars. I thought it was pretty good. Um, but I know that not everybody likes it. And then we've heard these rumors that there's a long cut that was taken out of J.J.'s hands, like he said, and uh, a lot of major cuts were were made um i don't know how much of that i believe i'm sure that they had like a rough edit that was longer like those a movie that scale and that type of budget usually you're going to have a rough cut that will be run much longer three hours three and a half hours that kind of thing so it's it's like four hours yeah yeah and i think that's just a process of any film uh, especially a big one like that where you're going to shoot a bunch of different things and then you can kind of like pick and choose what you want to focus on to make the best story so but and I've but I've also heard that same rumor that you just addressed about how um, they did they were gonna do force ghosts at the end and people did show up for actual physical shoots and have the outfits and that there were special effects houses that had received uh, information, technical information about what color blue they should be using for the Force Ghost outlines that they're going to be applying and stuff like that. There's a part of me that, because uh, I agree, I wanted to see that too, and I would have really enjoyed seeing some kind of scene. I would have liked to have seen Anakin in some capacity, just because it would have tied things together. Um, like show white robes and like finish Palpatine off. I was envisioning a scenario where, let's say on Octo, where Ray goes back and runs into the ghost of Luke, right? Like, we all kind of knew Luke was going to come back in ghost form. And I, you know, I could have seen some kind of uh, meeting of ghosts there, you know, where it's uh, Luke talking to his father as a ghost, you know, like the same way that Obi-Wan and Yoda talk to Luke on Dagobah at, at a certain point, you know, sort of have like a ghost collective, uh, a ghost brain trust, if you will, show up and like give advice. Do you, how do you feel? Like, do you like the scene where she hears the voices and is staring at the stars at the beyond? Like, does that work for you at all? I mean, obviously I expected more when she um, heard the voices for them to show up, but mm-hmm. um, at least we got the voices. It could have been yeah, nothing. That's true. Because I know. Like, there's a joke, like, I, heard, I saw in a comment on the YouTube videos, like, 
um, fans like we want Anakin and Disney's like Anakin who like yeah right right I feel like yeah and I know like Disney has made great films it's Disney mm-hmm. um, but they on the Rise of Skywalker they went behind JJ's back they like said we're gonna make the film not like three hours long or four hours long mm-hmm. and make it this amount of time and then he finally said okay and then when it was going to go to theaters they changed it again behind his back yeah all i'm saying is i really want the director's cut (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've heard this rumor i've heard the rumor and i'll be curious to hear this is going to be one of those things we're not going to hear about officially like we'll never hear officially like disney will never say we did this or you know and i don't think jj would say that either uh for for a while but one day a book is going to come out and there's going to be some interview in there and we're going to get the real story as to what happened. The novel did come out for the thing and it had some more stuff and it like explained how Palpatine survived. Mm-hmm. Like when Vader threw him down the shaft, he Palpatine used all his essence to lunge his spirit to mm-hmm. a cl- the cloning facility on um, Exegol. Mm-hmm. And like, the, I know the book and like explains a lot more but if that was in the movies mm-hmm. then i feel like the um the movies could have been better yeah i think but, that was probably uh certainly something that could easily have been explained in like a one-off line or in a yeah. you know just a brief scene as to like where how did this happen like like where why why is he back now i guess uh right and they have they also like had a whole movie in the beginning they basically like covered a whole movie in the um beginning scene when yeah. um kylo ren enters exegol mm-hmm. and then this everything gets explained right it's right. like that all happened so fast it's like it should they should have split up from the beginning and like the end of um, The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, maybe some of the information that we get in Rise of Skywalker probably should have happened in The Last Jedi, the, like your middle movie, just to, ma- if you're going to have a complete story arc, maybe some of that stuff you shift to the middle and then, but that wasn't really uh, done, I guess. How do you feel about the character arc of Kylo Ren? Definitely being the last Skywalker and then him dying was like kind of sad, but like him and Ray, I guess, make a good couple, even though they only lasted like one second. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I like that Han Solo came back and turned him back to the light when Leia used all of her power left in her to like generate Han. Okay, right so, so that's what you think. I mean, for me, this was a little uh, slightly confusing as to how all of that worked. This is your take, though, is that she was projecting Han Solo so he could talk their son back into the good side, basically, and that she was responsible for that, and that's why she ends up um, dying, basically. She uses her energy yeah. to do that. If you heard Maz in the, um, when, like, while she was doing that, she was like, she's using all of her power left in her, her energy mm-hmm. to, um, and her to turn him back to the light and it might have not been like her just generating him back from the dead mm-hmm. because for like one second it's gonna just been like her connecting with him to make him see that and like feel that mm-hmm. so like, 
Yeah, but I'm, I'm glad that we got to see Han in the last one. Were you sh- were you shocked? I was so blown away. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I, I, I like that because really he was my only favorite like old like hero in the um, newest um, movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, so I mean it was, and did, yeah. you, you didn't know that he was going to be in it, right? It was a pretty big surprise. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like Luke just like kind of checked out he for the last Jedi. He, like, tossed his own secret lightsaber off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, he just kind of checked out, which that isn't what Luke Skywalker is. And, like, Leia, like, Leia's very important, but, like, she's not one of my favorite. And, like, Han is because he's, like, the only one still in character, kind of. He's- I mean, Leia is, but, like, Han Solo, he's Han Solo. He's pretty like, much the same guy he's always been. Yeah, and so, when, so he was definitely my favorite, like old hero in the newest movies yeah sure sure so you how do you feel about kylo ren eventually redeeming himself rather than being the big bad i think some people expected him to end up being like the main bad guy in this last movie but then it turns out to be the emperor like what's what's your take right i'm glad that the emperor came back because he's the big bad guy he's like the guy who's like plans everything he made the final order Kylo Ren was, like, supposed to be, like, another Darth Vader, like, another Skywalker turning to the dark side and then coming back to the light side. Mm-hmm. And Palpatine is just, like, you cannot end with Palpatine. Like, you cannot not end with Palpatine. He's, like, the biggest bad guy. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, there's no turning Palpatine back to the light side where, where there is turning back Kylo Ren mm-hmm. and Darth Vader to the light side. Mm-hmm. So... Palpatine's the only real villain that can like be the big dark side guy. When the son died in the Clone Wars, you know the son and the daughter and like the father. Oh, on the um, the Mortis trilogy, right? Right. Like, yeah. so I know he was like kind of uh, he was the resemblance of the dark side. Mm-hmm. As he died, like the only one really person we got of the full dark side was Palpatine. Mm-hmm. So he's that guy. Um. So he should, yeah, deserve to be like the villain in the last movie. Yeah, I feel like it's good that they turned um, Kylo Ren back to the light side. Mm-hmm. But you know the um, Knights of Ren. Yeah. I did. Um, they only showed him for like a little bit. They captured Chewbacca and real, and they fought Kylo Ren, and that's it. They should have had, had more to do. Yeah, would have loved story. to have I seen a like big maybe battle Rafe with them. Should have fought them, like mm-hmm. when they were on the planet. Um, with the other person when they were trying to get C-3PO like with Babu, Babu Freak right yeah with Babu Freak um and I feel like the Knights of Ren were there but they didn't do anything they were just there I mean, like looking around right. I feel like when they could have came out like the Knights of Ren could have spotted them and they go in a whole battle yeah um, that would be cool Another kind of missed opportunity, perhaps, for The Last Jedi, where you've got these guys set up, like, let's see them somewhere doing something. Let's make them bad. There are too many, like, spots where, like, there are, like, too many planets they were on where they, like, saw the First Order. Like, it was that desert planet, it was the, um, Babu Freak planet, it was mm-hmm. uh, Exegol, it was, like, everywhere they went, there's the First Order. Last question for this segment, in, in regards to Ray's parentage, what's your take on it? You wanted her to be a Kenobi, right? Is that, is this the idea? I 
definitely wanted her to be Kenobi because, I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, he is a major role in Star Wars. Yeah. Like, even though people, like, but now people don't think of him. Like, he doesn't get mentioned at all in the whole entire, the new trilogy. And mm. um, the only time we ever hear him is these are your first steps. And that's like, everyone's like, oh, then he's going to be the parent. Like, you don't know that. And then that would have been good because, like, we need Obi Wan to have something to do with something. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, but when he became a Palpatine, like, one, weird to think who Palpatine could have got on with, but, um, two, <laughs> it's like, um, Palpatine isn't like, huh, how do I Ray shouldn't be a Palpatine because, like, she's supposed to be the one to end it all. She's supposed to be the big hero. Mm-hmm. And, like, so when I knew she, I, my brain figured out that she was going to be the one to stop it all. Anakin's not going to show up after, um, the, um, hear the voices. That's when I knew, like, we can't have Anakin show up. Then I feel like she should have been um, a Skywalker because it's the Skywalker trilogy. Mm-hmm. Where Skywalker, Anakin, yes, he was the chosen one. But if you're going to have a sequel trilogy where Palpatine comes back, um, like I said, there shouldn't be a sequel trilogy. But, like, there, if you're going to have the sequel trilogy, 789, then you should at least have Skywalker end it, not Palpatine because it's not Palpatine saga. Okay, so here's where I'm going to give you some blue milk for thought here. So for me, I think it works just fine because the the resulting lesson that we take away from it is that it's not just about um, blood and your name, and it comes down to the choices that you make. So Ray while she is set on this path being a Palpatine to being the, the her own empress or whatever you know like striking him down making him more powerful by having his dark spirit and you know imbue her with his all the power of the Sith that came before you know she falls to the dark side basically I can't explain it and you wouldn't believe it and that's her path because she is his granddaughter she you know she is set on a path to that dark side because she is a palpatine she is his granddaughter and yet she chooses the the light like she she is able to make her own choice and refuse that destiny and create her own path and therefore in a sense choose to be the the manifestation of the light side the the redemption of that part of the force by choosing to be a skywalker in spirit you know as well as in name i think i can handle myself yeah i can see where you're coming from like mm-hmm. it playing a major role like it doesn't matter where you're from or like who your name is like it's the choices you make like yeah. you said yeah but i still feel like anakin was the chosen one he should have been the one ended <laughs> okay okay so you um, think that i mean Bring balance to the force. Right, sure. And I, I would argue maybe that he did do that, and this is just 30 years later, and it's a different story. Or do you feel like this his sacrifice should have been forever because, you know, his sacrifice did work for... I know he's always going to be the bad, like, that darkness, um, but at least don't show it in the Skywalker saga because it's mm. the Skywalker saga. It could make a whole new saga called the Palpatine saga. Yeah, yeah. Saga, but you didn't have to have that in 
the story about Anakin Skywalker because that's what George Lucas said. I'm just gonna follow what George Lucas said about the, it, it being the story of Anakin Skywalker. Gotcha. So, would you be interested at this point in watching like a Ray trilogy? Yes. All new, you know, like just detached from what we've already known. Like it's just she is because at this point she's you know mid twenties. She's got a long life ahead of her of being a the biggest badass in the galaxy. You know, are you down with that? Do you want to see more of that? I kind of want to see what Disney is about to do with the Old Republic. It's not the Old It's the High Republic. Okay. The, um, further back, mm-hmm. um, when it was just, like, more of the Jedi. Because I know we get video games on that. Like, do you know the video games, um, Old Republic? I've heard of them, yeah. I've, I've never played them, but I know they've got those. And then a comic series, too, right? Yeah, but I feel like if we saw that on film, that'd be really cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I kind of myself want to. I'm a big prequels guy and original trilogy guy. I'm the whole Skywalker. Okay. As long as it's not messing with the Skywalker saga, mm-hmm. as long as it's good, yeah. I'll, I'll enjoy it. Okay. Cool. So like, I, I'd I'd be fine with seeing a Ray saga. Like, yeah. If it's its own thing, yeah. if it's its own new story, if, basically. As long as it's its own story, yeah. that that's with the Skywalker saga. Okay, awesome. Uh, everything's under control, situation normal. Uh, hit a slight weapons malfunction, but uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Well, buddy, I will say you are tough, but you are fair. <laughs> I think it's. I think these are all valid points. I think maybe we're dipping into conspiracy theory with some of the Disney decisions, but we time will tell. That, that book will be published, and we'll find out what actually happened. Um, but right now, it's time to enter a very special segment of this show that we like to call The Trench Run. Why, you slimy, double-crossing, <laughs> Still hanging around with this loser? I'm going to ask you a series of questions here, and I need your... Uh, official on-the-record answer. So these are kind of um, philosophical in nature, but I think you're up to the challenge because you are clearly very well-versed in all of this. Okay, so question number one. You get to choose one droid to have for the rest of your life. It could be a character that we know already, you know, C-3PO, so on and so forth, or it could just be a model of droid but you get to choose one that you have forever and is your best droid buddy. Who is that droid? These aren't the droids we're looking for. Oh, I'm probably going to say R2-D2 because he's the smartest one and he's been through all, all of it. He's like the bravest one there. Yeah, it's hard because I know there's a lot of droids out there. Tons of droids, yeah. It's but more fluffy R2-D2. droids. Yeah. R2-D2, okay. I'm personally going to go with BB-8 who I think has R2 capabilities, but the only thing that holds me back with R2, and I know it's never held him back in the movies, but these are not movies, and I'm talking in a real-life situation, is the fact that I think he's not as mobile as you might need him to be. How's he rolling around the forest moon of Endor? He's a garbage can with two wheels. Like, how does that work? And he's gotta be heavy, right? So I'm gonna go BB-8. Because he's, uh, he's, he's got the same smarts. Maybe he's a little bit younger. He's a newer droid, so he doesn't have the uh, accumulated knowledge. But he'll get there, and he rolls around real, real cute, right? Like, he's, uh, he can follow you around. Don't get technical with me. Okay, next question. Kylo Ren, mask on or mask off? 
mask on. Mask Definitely. on. Okay, you dig the mask. Were you yeah. excited when the mask came back in the new movie? Did you dig that? Yeah, I, I don't want to say I don't like his face, but I'd say he looks he looks cooler. <laughs> you can say you don't like his face. That's <laughs> he looks fair. cooler with the mask because that's like more of a Sith type guy, like having a mask, looking scary. Yeah. So how did you feel about the red uh, welding marks? Did, was that fine for you? That definitely looked cooler. I like that a lot, but yeah, I think I like that more. Laugh it up, fuzzball. All right, so now let's go back to the prequels again for the next question. In the age, you know, the prequels are an age of the Jedi, right? So there are there are ton, there are like tens of thousands of Jedi running around back then in the, the days of the Republic, right? Right. So, in this age of Jedi's, who would you like to be your uh, your master, for lack of a better term? Who do, who do you want to be a Padawan with? You've got. Yoda, you've got Yaddle, Mace Windu, Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, uh, that guy with I, the really long neck, Jocasta Nu, the librarian. Who do you want? I cannot interfere. I would choose Anakin because he's my favorite Jedi, but mm-hmm. I'm not because he turns to the dark side. I've been arrogant, and I apologize. Um, Probably Qui-Gon because like, he's the one who's like, he refused to go on the Jedi Council. He like, He's like, kind of like, oh, I don't want to say one of the smartest, but like, I'm going to say one of the smartest. Yeah, um, no, I think you should. I'm, we are on the exact same page, because I would also want Qui-Gon to be my teacher during that experience. He's a free thinker. He does what, you know, he's yeah. smart, but he follows his own path. He's a free, uh, free spirit, yeah. uh, obviously is evidenced by the hair and the beard and everything, but he's he can also hold his own, right? Like, he's a, he's a giant, and... Uh, He's quite a fighter from what we've, the what little we've seen, you know. So I'm I'm with you there. Second, and I wouldn't, yeah. Wouldn't want Obi Wan. Sorry, I wouldn't want Obi Wan because like, Obi Wan, if he helped Anakin like, not turn to the dark side, like when he was burning in lava, if he helped him back, Anakin probably would have stayed to the light side, because like, when Obi Wan left him, that's his full turn to the dark side. You so think like, so, you think that was it? The final the final thing that pushed him over full time to the dark side. Yeah, was, his, was, his uh, master, his brother, just like leaving him to die. I will say, well, believing him, believing that there's no redemption for Anakin when there was. I was wrong. So yeah. like, I would I would want a ma- master that believes in me and that would save me if I turned to the dark side. Yeah, as far as reading people, I think Obi Wan does have a lot of work because even in the the original trilogy, like years later, when he's guiding the son of Anakin, he's just like, "Sorry, you must face Darth Vader, and uh, you need to kill this guy. You have to. There's nothing left in there. He's more yeah. machine now than man." And it's like, "Well, Obi Wan, whose fault is that? Because you left this yeah. dude to burn alive on the side of a lava river. That's cold. Yeah. That's, that's the coldest scene in any of those movies, really. When when uh, Anakin." <laughs> Like, he actually said, save me, but they yeah. took, that, took that out. Oh, they took it out? Okay. They it, muted it out. Interesting. But, okay. But you can see him mouthing it still in the movie. Oh, I'll have to look for that next time. But when he, when he actually catches on fire and starts screaming and Obi-Wan just sort of gives him like a grossed out look and turns away like, ugh, <laughs> come on, <laughs> right, Obi-Wan. Yeah. Be, a, be a pal, right? Be a brother. Good job. Yeah, really <laughs> really needed some uh, some people skills. Could have done with yeah. some training, I think, uh, in that yeah, If you really love him, then you would save him from burning to death. Possibly. Save him or, or chop his head off and be done with it. Like, why are you leaving him just to feel pain, just to burn 
burn. I was wrong. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, at least have mercy, Obi-Wan. I don't think so. Okay, next question. Also, let's stick with the prequel era here. What's your take on the battle droids? How do you really feel about battle droids? I grow tired of asking this, so it'll be the last time. I mean, they should have been, like, way better at battling, because, like, <laughs> they're literally, like, yeah. droids built for targeting... They're, they're killing droids. So yeah. They're, like, they're supposed to target... <laughs> their eyes can, like, target... They're supposed to be super accurate. They cannot miss because they're droids. Right. It, and they, they, yet they like, can't hit anything. And the only re I, like, heard this in a YouTube video. The only reason, like, Palpatine or, like, other people didn't use them is because they're dumb. They can't make decisions, like, stra strategic decisions. They have to leave that to, like, one general mm -hmm. or one captain. Yeah. With the droid control ships in the beginning of the Phantom Minutes, that was really dumb. Like, if you blow up one of those and you disable all the droids. Yeah, like, yeah. That does seem like maybe the engineering could have been improved on that entire and I, situation. And I'm, they changed that over the course of the Clone Wars because that would prove to be a big problem. Yeah, I just, uh, my general feeling is I'm not really impressed with them. I'm not, I'm not scared by them. I don't care. Yeah. I, I just see them and I'm t a wholly indifferent. It's like, ah, oh, it's these guys again. To a point where I, I guess I'm not indifferent, where I just, I don't like them. It's like, more battle droids. There's no stakes. It's, there's no personality. There's just nothing there. There's, like, it's the normal battle droids that I wouldn't be afraid of if I was a clone. But, like, and I wouldn't really be that much afraid of the super battle droids. Hmm. But I'd be afraid of the assassin droids and the dro um, droidicas. They got one a force the, field around them, number one. Yeah, those are like the deadliest ones out there. And clones, I know, feared them a lot because they have a force field. Yeah, and they roll around. They, and, the, they have howitzer style, you know, just build a bunch of those. Why bother with the with the shitty ones, right? Like Yeah, and, and same with the um, assassin droids. Like, those are like super mobile and like precise. Yeah, like, why, right. Why make a bunch of like dumb ones when yeah. you could just like, have a bunch of super battle droids and like droidicas? It's a great point, like and also like if you've got with the droidicas, like they get the uh, they get the bubble, the you know the force field bubble. Yeah. Put that on all Which of them, point? you know. Like, is it super expensive? Yeah. It must be expensive, I guess. Yeah, uh, I guess that's probably the only reason why they didn't mass produce them because they're like super powerful and like stuff that's super powerful. Obviously, we all know super expensive. I just feel like as far as efficiency goes, and I'm sure the Empire the Empire is very thorough. I'm sure they ran the numbers on this, but why don't you save the money on 10,000 shitty battle droids and build like a hundred of the cool ones that are effective and get your business done. I don't know. Yeah, and the Empire like rules the banks and stuff and like <laughs> why, why make a Death Star that's super easy to blow up when you could make like a ton of droidicas just to drop them on planets yeah and when you, they could like drop drop a ton of droidicas and a, a bunch of stormtroopers on yavin 4 and wipe out the whole entire yeah yeah you said it man reasonable next question of the entire canon right of all films and television shows and comics if you need to but let's stick with films and tv right which minor character so like not core not han luke leia uh finn poe ray which minor character deserves their own movie slash series who do you want to see they came out with the mandalorian but i really wanted a boba fett movie okay but based on like how he was from his child i know they had it in the clone wars but like 
just to like a point. He, he's he's so cool. Like yeah, I, I'd want him. I'd want one Ahsoka mm-hmm. because we never actually see her in real life, and I'd want one Captain Rex because we we actually see him in one part. It's in the um, original trilogy in the Return of the Jedi. He's a rebel and he has the beard. You can see it. I believe they like didn't intentionally make him Captain Rex, but I believe they changed it. And they said that hey, he's Captain Rex. Yeah, on the the Endor landing force, right? right? Yeah. The okay, yeah. you know what I'm talking. About. Yeah, I've seen the picture for sure. Um, that's you know that's kind of fun that they would do that. I don't think it's necessary, but that's cool. Uh, so you are you are into the clones then? You you dig the clones characters like Fives and all that Echo? Yeah. And- There's one set for stun. I'm, I'm really mad that nobody believed it was Fives or Echo about Order sixty six. Have you seen that part in the? Clone Is that Wars? season six of Clone Wars? The he starts but, he starts getting like he he feels it in his head right isn't there yeah, a, mm-hmm. he learns about the control ships and then when Palpatine even reveals to him that he's the guy and then he tries to assassinate him and now everyone believes he's like tried to assassinate the chancellor for no reason right and they try to hunt him and I'm sad when he dies without telling the Jedi about Order 66 yeah yeah and I'll be honest with you, I don't think the Jedi would have listened to him anyway. They were they so had their head up their own robes that I don't know yeah. I don't know if they would have been taking any action on it. I do not believe the Sith could have returned without us knowing. I mean, even when they find out in Revenge of the Sith that oh the Chancellor's the bad guy, it's just yeah. it's just Mace Windu and a couple other people to show up to arrest him. It's like this is like, the the meanest person in history. And you're just gonna show up with a couple of guys and be like, "You're coming with me." And yeah, bring like, bring like an iPhone so you can like videotape him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> great point, great yeah. point. At least get his confession if you're gonna go there and, and get your asses handed to you. We will use all our resources to unravel this mystery. Yeah, because um, obviously no one believes the Jedi because everyone thought like they kind of started the war mm-hmm. just to, like have more power. Mm-hmm. Like the only Jedi really they liked was. Anakin, because he was like the poster boy. Like I saw this in the YouTube video, he was like the poster boy of the Clone Wars. Like everyone He's a liked hero. him. Yeah. Yeah, because Palpatine placed him in battles. They knew he was gonna win mm-hmm. because obviously he controlled the um, CIS. Mm-hmm. So, so it looked to the um, civilians that he was the one winning the war. Mm-hmm. Like not very like the Jedi. I will be the most powerful Jedi ever. I gotta tell you, that's something I would have liked to have seen more of in the prequels. Like, if you set him up as more of a hero, I don't don't ever really get that sense that he is a celebrated hero in those movies. Because that would have made his fall much more tragic, I think, at the end of it. In the Clone Wars, Anakin, like, he wasn't really a crybaby in the Mm -hmm. Clone Wars. He, like, seemed like a serious... He, like, was on the light side and helped a lot of people. He he was... He could have been, like, the only one who believed, um... I can't remember, was it Fives or Echo that learned about Order 66? He had a bond with Captain Rax, he had a bond with his troopers, like, mm-hmm. he's seemed like a genuine good person in the Clone Wars. It's not fair! Um, I'll tell you which character I would like to see, either a movie or a show based on. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Asajj Ventress. I will be the instrument of your destruction. I think Ventress oh. is the coolest, and she is a ferocious foxy lady and i want to see her story i read her book that t- that tells the ending of like what happens to her and that guy the jedi yes yeah yeah and it's i, I enjoyed the book i really am disappointed that 
that's how we learn about it. You know, like I, I want to see, I want to see her on the show. I want to see. Either. Yeah, maybe in the new season, um, last season seven um, of the Clone Wars, I've started watching that. Filthy little womp rat. Have you started watching that? I yes, I watched the Bad Batch, and I liked it. It was okay. It was all right, and yeah, and then. The, uh, I started watching the Ahsoka ones and I turned it off because I was kind of I, I was kind of bored by. It. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. The more you speak, the more you fuel my anger. Next question. Let's move to the Rebels universe. How do you feel about Ezra Bridger? I like the Rebels. It's I like that it um, has the Inquisitors and all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And- I like that it informs you about Jedi during the, um, like after the Purge and during the Empire, that mm-hmm. there wasn't only um, Luke Skywalker and mm-hmm. Princess Leia. It was like a lot more people who were Jedi's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt that had a good deal, and like I like seeing the Inquisitors. The animation was a little weird to me, but I liked drama when it was Darth Vader versus Ahsoka, and then it was like you could see his like one eye, and then I was like, hey, yeah, that was awesome. And then, uh, but. Soka dies, but I feel like that's like a huge episode. There's two huge episodes I like in that. There's when the motion when it has Darth Vader killing his old apprentice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was sad. Mm-hmm. And then also had the big um, thing where Obi Wan killed Darth Maul finally. And he, he died inside of his arms. Yes, like, yes. The way the way a Jedi should respect someone. Sith lords are our speciality. Because Darth Maul wasn't really a full Sith. He kind of like hated Darth Sidious, but mm-hmm. you saw the dark side in him. Mm-hmm. But she couldn't take out, which I felt really bad for him because like he always had the dark side in him. Sidious betrayed him and like killed his brother yep. and stuff. Yep. Um, I feel like, but I watched the end when like Obi-Wan was like closing his eyes yes. when he died. Mm-hmm. I feel like he should have turned blue at the very last second of his death. Interesting. If you listen, he says, like, um... Is it the the, chosen uh, one? Yeah, Yeah. and, like, yes. And everyone's like, so, that's canon now. Luke is the chosen one. But what really happened is that Obi-Wan just lost lost so much hope in um, Darth Vader Anakin Mm -hmm. that he didn't believe he was the chosen one anymore. He believed Luke was. When it turned out... Um, Anakin was still the chosen one, but just Obi Wan lost hope. You were the chosen one, which I feel like shouldn't should not have been the case because Obi Wan was like, yeah, o- Obi Wan was Obi Wan, you know? Right, like, right. He, he's the guy like everyone likes. Like, there's no hating Obi Wan. You don't know that. Besides, in the um, Phantom Menace, but um, even though he is the worst teacher in the history of all teachers and he totally screwed up the vader thing <laughs> but, right, but he's like, still a very likable guy i mean he's that's the, the only he's, thing i just like that he's like kind of lost hope in anakin like that was sad i was wrong okay so all great points but let's circle back to the original question ezra bridger do you like this guy because at the, I, by the end of it i was like i don't even like this character he's he's kind of whiny and I just wasn't into it. Like I liked everybody. I like Kanan. I like the rest of the crew. I love Sabine. Like they're all great. Ezra uh, himself, though, like ugh, whatever. Well, that smells stinkin'. I haven't watched that much Rebel episodes, like enough to have an opinion on them. Okay. All for now, it's like I just feel like it's good having seen seeing Jedi during um, the Empire time. Mm-hmm. 
more more Jedi than Luke in others because because Jedi are like all over the place. Like you can't really end them because they're always come back. Right. <laughs> Okay, next question. Please rank the following Darths. Vader, Sidious, Tyrannus, and Maul. It, um, how would you like me to rank them? Like, my favorite or like the best? Oh, that's a great question. Um, let's say, just your favorite. Alright, so Darth Vader first, um, then Darth Maul, wait, yeah, Darth Maul, then Darth Sidious, and then Darth Tyrannus. Okay, great. I love it. Um, I'm going to go Vader, Sidious, Maul, Tyrannus, I think. Yeah. I um, think. Tyrannus wasn't that cool. Like, I, I mean, he played a, he played a good role, but like he wasn't like super cool. I just wanted to see him do more stuff. I think he should have been more of a bad guy. Uh, in, too old. in yeah, Revenge of the Sith, like I don't, I didn't need General Grievous. Like, who cares? Who cares about like who, who's this yeah. guy? Where'd he come from? Give me more of uh, the Darths, you know, and because his story is cool, and the fact that he is like he's known as for his skill with the lightsaber, and right. uh, he was Qui Gon's original teacher, and you know, Qui Gon was his apprentice. You know, like there's a whole bunch of backstory there that could have been cool to see more of, rather than an asthmatic uh, robot man who gets killed halfway through the, the movie. But that's just my take. That's my opinion. I mean, I like General Grievous as a character. Uh, I feel like it's really cool seeing the guy with, like, four lightsabers and, like... Oh, you like that? Okay. Interesting. Interesting. He was, like... I know he wasn't important, but, like, he was just a cool character. Mm-hmm. I feel like... He didn't play a major role, obviously, but he was just, like, cool. Yeah, and, and of course, you see more of him in the, the cartoon series, but uh, I, I personally, I saw the four lightsabers, and I was like, all right, that's maybe too two two lightsabers too many? Like, he can do two. That's cool. And I understand he's a robot man, so he can have extra arms, but it didn't seem to do a whole lot for him, because Obi-Wan disarms him pretty quickly, so right. why bother? Um, okay, so keeping next question, keeping in line with the Darths, uh, are you cool with Darth Maul coming back with robot legs? Like, how do you feel about Darth Maul's re resurrection? He's more machine now than man. Twisted and evil. I like that Darth Maul didn't just die in The Phantom Menace, because that had been just too quick. Mm -hmm. Because, like, yeah. Darth Maul's a cool character. Yeah, like, definitely. Um, and I don't like this whole spider legs. That just just too weird for me. Yeah. But I like, I like the robot legs and stuff. And are you cool? Are you cool with the? Uh, I can't remember what they're called, but the witches, the witch planet. Um, uh, where, where does where does Maul come from? But yeah, Darth Maul's mother. Is yeah, Mother Talzin, and yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, are you uh, are you cool with uh, like dark force magic, weird magic like that? I feel like for the force should be the only like magic in the whole like like minichlorians like. It's it's the force is justified by like minichlorians. It's not just like magic, uh -huh. like, like Harry Potter, because uh -huh. there's a, two totally different things. And with magic, just like that, I feel like it should just be the force, and that's it. Like the force, the light side and the dark side. Okay. Not so you're force. not you're not into like casting spells and all of that stuff. What when it comes to Harry Potter, I am. But when it comes to Star Wars, I'm not. Sure. Okay. All right. Cool. Fair enough. All right. Next question. Let's talk Jabba. Oh, 
Jabba. How did Jabba the Hutt become the kingpin of the underworld? Like he's he's just a giant slug man who kind of sits around. Like how does this guy consolidate all of this power and then keep that power? Because I'm just envisioning like if he's in his little uh, Jabba roll around bed in his palace, right? That we've seen him on, and he's he's got you know like uh, his uh, space frog legs kind of on his front like that because he's been eating all day and he's napping and his tongue is out. Like if I'm one of those bounty hunters hanging out there, I just walk up to him and kill him. Be like I'm in charge now. I watch a video on how the Empire doesn't uh, like try to take over Hut Space because like Hut Space is, is like its own oh crap is its own um, Empire kind of yeah. But do you have a good point there of how like bounty hunters just don't like kill them? And I guess it's because like the Huts are super respected and like they've always been the big gangster guys. I was just like, wondering why like they they don't have any powers themselves, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm so glad that you have an answer for that. <laughs> yeah. So why, wait, why does the Empire not go into hut space? I honestly can't remember. I think it's just because um, they're so respected and they've been there for a long time and they just con- been controlling the Outer Rim mm-hmm. territories. Mm-hmm. And before the Empire, um, like during the Republic, I'm pretty sure the Republic, like, they didn't have a deal with the huts, but... They kind of were like cool with them like uh-huh. like the reason they don't get touched is because they like control the outer rim and at least something's controlling the outer rim and it, and they're like so like i said well respected and like they're kind of like the big gangsters just like no one really wants to mess with them yeah like, okay they, they know he has a bunch of goonies that can like cause problems sure. and they had a whole war before the um what we've seen in the movies they had a war that fought each other and like it was pretty gruesome like mm. it was big um and it's just out it's it's out of our room you know it's right. like not or it's just like the gangsters you know right okay maybe it's that the huts ha- uh maybe they do a lot of like charitable donations maybe they uh people don't mess with them because it's like well they do some good things for the galaxy too you know like they donated 10 million credits to this uh orphaned fund on uh rodia or something like that you know I don't think they do that, but you make a good point. <laughs> I don't think like <laughs> do that's I? like a super generous guy, but like I, you make a good point. They probably like have a bunch of like trades with a different place. Yeah. And do, like they, the outer rim we know has like a bunch of planets with a bunch of like goods and like um, is yeah. It, I don't know if the they have spice out there, but like. But surely you need other uh, minerals and elements to build your space stations and all of that, uh, your ships yeah. and your Death Stars and, you know. So, like, yeah, they probably have a bunch of contracts with the huts. Yeah, they, right. Because they don't want to cause any more problems. Like, the Empire is dealing with the Rebel Alliance. They don't really want to annoy the hut space because mm-hmm. that, the hut space is almost as big as the Rebel Alliance. So, if they have... Yeah, sure. The Empire could be definitely overrun, mm-hmm. and like, so could the Republic. <laughs> Next question. Let's go back to episode four, A New Hope. Who's scruffy looking? Why is the garbage in the trash compactor on the Death Star, why is it so damp? Charming to the last. In the Death Star? Yeah. Yeah, because they have the living, like, the slugs living there. The Dianogas? And, yeah, the, um... 
eat all the trash and like so they have to have a sluggy like space to live okay okay kind of like i so yeah, you so, so you don't think that it's has anything to do with sewage or like uh food waste it's not just like the emperor the you know the empire stormtroopers need a lot of coffee so it's just coffee grounds and stuff like that or leftover cafeteria food or anything i mean it definitely could be a bunch of like all of that stuff okay. but like they probably the empire added like a bunch of other water mm-hmm. um, so so those um Aliens can live in there and eat their trash. And they eat the garbage. Okay, interesting. I didn't, that, I didn't realize that was their function. Because I wouldn't really, like... If I had a Super Death Star... Uh, or a Death... Super Death Star. A Death Star, I wouldn't want, um... Like, my trash just blowing it in outer space. Like, <laughs> that would make my... Um, Death Star look junky, you know? Okay, so it's about the optics. I understand. That makes total sense. Evacuate? You know, a moment of triumph? But, you know, on, on the leftovers tip, uh, next question. How do stormtroopers eat? Uh, what is the helmet etiquette of a, of a stormtrooper? You know, we know that we've seen Mandalorians, certain uh, cults of Mandalore have very specific yeah. rules about taking that helmet off. What about a stormtrooper? Hold on. Hold on. So, um, I, I've obviously seen a lot of videos on this. Um, there's um, the Empire who has, like, if there's on their cafeteria break, they can obviously take it off and like eat, and they can take it off after a battle if their commander allows them. Okay. Like, allows them, like gives them like okay. But the reason they have it on is so the empire looks more like scary. Like mm-hmm. unlike the rebel does, like their face, you're like you know you're shooting like mm-hmm. the human, but mm-hmm. you don't really know you're shooting a human when you're at a stormtrooper. But there's much more stricter rules on a stormtrooper in the first order. Mm-hmm. Like I know there's a bunch of like you can't leave your person. You just keep fighting to the death. And like it's harder being a stormtrooper for the first order than it is being an empire. Because if you're an imperial stormtrooper, then you're like just like an imperial stormtrooper. Yeah. It's nothing, nothing like terrible. Like you're just the empire is the empire. So you're not a bad person. It's just day. it's just what how society's laid out. Whereas first order is more like a kind of culty mentality. Like they're more yeah. they're more like hardcore. Right. Because we see Finn get chewed out by Captain Phasma in Force Awakens, where she's like, "Why do you have your helmet off?" Yeah. I'm so glad that there are answers to these questions. Next question: You get to own one Star Wars universe beast of burden. Which one do you choose? Now we're talking. Think Banthas, think Dubaks, think Rontos, Wampas, Tauntauns, Eopies, that feathery lizard thing that Obi Wan uh, charges around on in Revenge of the oh. Sith. Um, those creatures in the arena. Uh, which one do you want? They're probably all going to eat me if I get one. But um, I'd want um, thing the big meatball guy, the Rancor. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. The big meatball guy, spot on. Well, as with all pets, it's a big responsibility to keep a rancor. So, are you up for that? <laughs> You're gonna yeah, have the to only thing I'd choose the rancor out of like a um the other like stuff. Yeah. Um, is because they're like scary and like if I have an enemy, I can just tell my rancor to go eat it. Okay. And it seems like rancors are pretty obedient because like there's the guy actually owns a rancor, mm-hmm. and so like. A rancor probably won't eat me, unlike a wampa will probably eat. Me. Okay. See, I, uh, 
Yeah, you have to factor all these things in. I'm I'm personally going to go with a tauntaun because you can ride it around, and uh, it's obviously good for you know uh, an array of temperature, so you can kind of travel around with it. I'm right. But also, it's it's small enough to where you can afford to feed it easily. You know, like I think uh, you get into like bantha territory. It's like how am I going to feed an elephant? Every day, like I gotta pay for this thing. I gotta. Plus, it's it's got uh, hair, long hair. I gotta I gotta brush it out. Like that's crazy. It's a lot of upkeep. Yeah, but a rancor could just like the deer that goes in the back of the yard. The rancor could just grab one and just eat it. Next question: You are given the choice of living on one planet for the rest of your life. You will have to live with the culture, the environment, and the species of that planet forever. And you might find yourself one day marrying somebody from this planet and ha- starting a family. Which planet do you choose and why? This is ridiculous. See, I was going to choose Alderaan, but that gets blown up. Right. So. Yeah, dead end there, unfortunately. Coruscant. Coruscant. Man, you read... We are on the exact same page. Because Cors- it's like... I don't even care what levels I'm at because it's all cool on every single level. It's all cool. You got a vast variety of species and types there. So, you know, if you do want to start a family, it's like you could you could choose from a, a wide array of aliens, right? I've never met a resistance fighter before. Right. Plus, if you need to get away, I think you know Coruscant is the most technologically advanced of all the planets. So. It's a cap- Right, and if you need to get away from it all, I'm sure they've got an amazing virtual reality setup, so you could just like do a VR vacation somewhere. And you can't blow it up because it's a capital. So like, I, yeah, you I, wouldn't I, dare. Yeah, um, you've, you've got like a really nice nightlife there. It looks like looks like the the bars are hopping. You can go um, watch all the pod races on the big screen at your local uh, cantina there, and you can yeah. check. You know, it's a- Death sticks. You can get some death sticks if you're so inclined. Right. I mean, these are the things you want to consider. Or you can get yourself a nice uh, penthouse high-rise apartment, or you can get something a little lower level, a little more, uh, you know, the burrows, that kind of situation. Right. And uh, you can have your speeder there at the same time. You can get yourself a nice speeder. Or I'm sure they've got they've got public transport, too. We've seen the, the space buses in some of those movies. So it's really got it all. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Correct. Second place. Naboo, I think. Uh, you've got Feed is a really nice city, and you've got, but you've also got uh, the sort of pastoral countryside, as we saw. And uh, there's a very good chance that you could run into Natalie Portman at some point. So, oh. you know, I've, I'm going to say Naboo would be second choice. Okay, and then we're down to the last two questions. You will find that it is you who are mistaken about a great many things. So, the first one will be for you to, actually it's not a question, but I need you to rank all nine of the Star Wars saga, the Skywalker saga films. Don't try it! Alright. This is just like personal favorite, you know, no wrong answers here. Like, this is just what you like. Um, no Rogue One or Solo, correct? No Rogue One or Solo. We can add them in later, but let's just stick with the nine. I'd probably... (laughs) It's tough, I know. I'm not even breaking a sweat, Jedi. Revenge of the Sith. Number one? Yeah. Oh, man, you were such a uh, Anakin stan. It's crazy. Yeah, Anakin right. was my favorite. Okay. Kid. Intoxicating. Yeah, Um. and then A New Hope. I like the sound of that. And then Empire Strikes Back. And mm-hmm. then 
Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll strip, um, switch New Hope and Return of the Jedi. Are you sure? Force Awakens. Oh, wait. Yeah, Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And then, um, The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Then, um, Attack of the Clones. Then Phantom Menace. And then The Last Jedi. Come to your senses! Wow. Last Jedi bottoms out at number nine. Wow, bold. So bold. I can't believe it. I'm going to go with, and this changes all the time, but I'm, I'm right now I'm currently sitting at Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens, New Hope. And I think Force Awakens and New Hope, they're kind of tied in my mind because they're kind of the same movie. It just depends on how... Like, the only problem with A New Hope is that it's, it looks a little old. You know, it's a little... Uh, doesn't... It's not the same quality level necessarily. I just like it because it has the Death Star and like X beings trying to blow up the Death Star. It's arguably the best, like most compact story. You know, it gives you a little bit of everything. They could never have done a sequel, and you could still have that one movie, and it's a great movie, yeah. right? <laughs> After that, I'm gonna go with the Last Jedi. Then I go to the prequels because they are my least favorite. Which and I rank those: Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith. An Attack of the Clones at number nine. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people like Attack of the Clones. But I'm actually, I'm gonna. I think I need to watch Attack of the Clones again because I might like it better than Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith really burned me. It really, oh, wow. you know, not to mix things up too much. It's got some cool stuff, but it also, I think it blows a lot of great opportunities and misses some things. And uh, for all the cool stuff, like. Some things really let me down. You have failed me for the last time. I'm just not sold on the Darth Vader no at the end of it. Kind of drives me nuts. I don't know. Um, do you know about the um deleted scene where it has Padme like trying to kill Anakin? Trying to kill Anakin? <gasps> yeah, when um she meets him on Mustafar, yeah. Mustafar, yeah. and she learns she actually has a knife with them with her. Oh. Um, and when she learns that he's fully on the dark side, she tries to kill him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it was a deleted scene, but I think it was an idea, or in the script, script at least. Okay. I know it was an idea. All right. Yeah, I mean, that might... Uh, I would like to see that. I would like to see something a little bit more there. It hovers. It's at the bottom for me, and I think Phantom Menace in general is a better movie overall, and probably because they had the most time attached to it, you know, like... I just feel like Phantom Menace was like kind of boring a little bit. Like certainly, uh, it just a lot of politics, and it wasn't really like all it was was freeing Naboo and like you meet Anakin. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't that important. You maybe could have done it in like a half an hour kind of thing. The only important part was just meeting Anakin. That could just been the whole movie. Yeah. Okay. Captain's log start at four one five one two point four. Last question. Are you ready for it? It's yes. the big one. I love a mystery, Data. But this one, we'll have to wait until we've delivered the delegates to their peace conference on Parliament. Chris Nowrose. Right. What color is your lightsaber? Oh, wow. Okay. So, this is hard, because I wanted to think of what lightsaber I'd get if I go to... Tell um, me all about it, yeah. The, um, st- um, Star Wars in Disneyland, the Star Wars place, and yep. the... Um, where you can make your own lightsaber. Galaxy's Edge, yeah. Galaxy's Edge, yeah. And I would 
the only reason I haven't thought of this is because you can change your lightsaber color at any time you want. Mm -hmm. Because you just buy any crystal and just put it in. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. um, I want to either red or purple or yellow. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. three. All right, yeah, so three. Narrow it down. Like, what? Where, where are you at right now, knowing that this changes all the time? You got to pick one. I like Red. the purple one, because the purple we've only seen, Mace Windu is the only purple one that I've ever seen, I think. This party's over. Yeah. But I, I'm going to go with red, because it looks the coolest. On, like, oh, if, wow. you're in the, if you're in the darkness, uh -huh. and or like when um, Darth Vader ignited his red lightsaber in Rogue One, uh -huh. that was just, I can't really, like, see doing that with anything else besides a blue lightsaber and blue lightsaber is too basic for me <laughs> so <I'll read laughs> sure sure okay red light good <laughs> wow you heard you heard it here first folks my nephew is a darth spoiler over here and he wants a red lightsaber now do you want do you, anything special about it and what what's the hilt look like what's what, what kind of situation um, are you working with there I wouldn't want to dual plated because I'm more of a regular guy, like okay. just yeah. full version. But sure. I'd probably want something that's on the Inquisitor, like a little um round half circle thing. Okay. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. And then I want uh, two sharp things sticking out, like <laughs> you know, on Anakin's lightsaber, it has that like little. It's hard to explain. Excuse me. I, okay, I'm gonna. Can you draw it for me? <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh. While you're doing this, I think we do need to discuss. Uh, we do need to go to Galaxy's Edge. Like when you go, I want to be a part of that trip. So, just save me a spot, right? We'll let's do it. Got it. I gotta get there. Black Spire Outpost. Beta, let's proceed without the pipe. All right. So. Oh, so okay. So those the two bits coming out are those part of the the hilts then? Are those metal or are those? Um, like, I kind of want them to be like a sharp metal. Okay, um, okay, got you. Like, maybe lightsaber resistant. Like, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool, buddy. You've survived the trench run. Congratulations. You did great. <laughs> You've answered all the questions. Do you have any final comments, th statements to make right now? I mean, you can come back on Wookiee of the Year anytime. You know your stuff. Clearly, you're an expert. I mean, we'll have to get you and Shrishma on at the same time. That, that would be amazing. Uh, but do you have, do you have any, any final thoughts before we sign off? I'm not a big fan of the sequels. That's not it. a big fan of the sequel. Okay. Yes. We're gonna uh, we're gonna monitor this development over the years because you know your family. So like I'm gonna be seeing you for years, and we'll check back and see how you're feeling about them later, as time you know allows them to mature in your memory a little bit. And for me too, same thing. I'm you know I love them now. I might hate them later. Who can say? Don't give in to hate. That leads to the dark side. Uh, I, I thought I really loved the prequels originally, but now I, you know, I have a hard time with them. So we'll find out. But um, all right, buddy. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. And right, thank you. Uh, yeah, we'll talk to you later. All right. We'll, we'll close the, the hologram and may the force be with you. I may the force be with you. All right, buddy. Later. Bye.